Before we get to today's episode, I just want to let you know that I'm talking about having an eating disorder. There might be some triggering topics and things that if you've had an eating disorder, it might be best to skip this one. So just wanted to share that with you before we get into today's episode. Hey, I'm Leanne Vogel. You're listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. I've created a free guide with tips on how to start keto and maintain your fat-fueled life. Grab it at healthfulpursuit.com slash free as a little thank you for listening to the show. Hey friend, it's episode 384 of the Keto Diet Podcast. I'm currently attending a conference and there was a 20 minute break. So I was like, I'm going to record a podcast and here we are. So this is going to be hopefully a somewhat brief explanation of a couple of things. Uh, Many of you have asked for me to share my journey through health. And I've shared it kind of in piecemeal pieces, but over the next a couple of months, like once a month, I'm planning to just kind of do one bit at a time because so many of you have asked for this. And I love sharing my history only because uh, I don't know about you, but you like jump on a podcast or watch a YouTube video and people say, I have my life all figured out. Everything's so great. All I had to do was X, Y, Z. I try so hard through all my marketing and the way that I present myself to make sure that all of you know that I don't have it all figured out and I'm still learning about my body and will probably continue to learn the side of heaven, okay? And so it's really important to understand that just because somebody, including myself, have figured out certain parts in our journey, P.S., I'm so happy that I figured those things out, okay? Like huge, huge, huge progress doesn't mean that everything going on right now is perfect. Just to kind of give you a snapshot of what's going on right now in August 2022, I ate some fish a couple of weeks ago like kind of caused some digestive issues. I don't entirely know what's going on. I don't think it's parasitic, but I'm dealing with digestion that's just not ideal. And so I sitting right beside me is a GI map test, uh, an additional parasite test. I have a biores test. I'm doing some Cyrex testing to just figure out what's going on because I don't feel good. I don't know if it was the fish, if it was seasoning on the fish. Um, I had gotten glutened a couple months previous to that. And that kind of caused some issues with my digestion because I am celiac. So just so you know, it's not all figured out and understanding that although I have the tools and I feel very confident and caring for myself now studying functional medicine over the last couple of years and really delving deep into this work personally and with my clients. Oh my goodness. Every time I onboard a client, I'm like, you have what now? Okay. I'm going to need to research that. It's, it's so challenging and so rewarding and so awesome. But even though I have all these tools. It doesn't mean that life is going to be perfect forever. We do not live in a vacuum. There are going to be situations that happen, but I think the most important thing, I know the most important thing as it relates to your health is knowing who to go to, what questions to ask, Okay. And hiring somebody on your team. I just had a great conversation um, with a new coaching friend. We had been talking back and forth and he was telling me, you know, a good coach equals somebody that is willing to hire somebody else to understand what's going on with their body. And I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. I think anyone out there just 
outsourcing a little bit of that and having a second set of eyes on things is so important to understanding the big picture. Yet there are so many things you can learn on your own. I mean, Oh, I know that when I was struggling and this kind of gets into the first part of my journey. So let's just go there. When I was struggling with an eating disorder and those first, those, those last couple of years, right before I found the ketogenic diet, there was podcasting sort of, there was YouTube sort of, but it was nothing the way that it is now. And that can be a blessing and also a curse. Like I know I can't see you, but show of hands, raise your hand if you're completely overwhelmed with all of the things out there right now with, you should be keto. No, you shouldn't. You should listen to your body. No, you shouldn't. Don't trust it. You need to work out seven days a week. No, that's too much. Work out too. It's so confusing. And how the heck are you supposed to know what's right for you? I like to think of my health journey as little pockets of start and end dates where I learn something new, adjust something that makes a powerful impact, and then have that in my toolkit for the next time it happens. Okay. So instead of thinking of, you know, your health journey as once I figure all this out, everything's going to be perfect and everything, nothing is going to be messed up again. We just don't live like that. There are going to be issues you know, God forbid you got into a car accident and now you're dealing with physical pain or something super traumatic happened and that caused, I don't know, Lyme disease to be reactivated. And so there's, there's so many things, Epstein-Barr getting reactivated and all of a sudden you're exhausted, you know, eating fish and having to deal with whatever is going on right now. I'm so curious. I'll have to share it with you in the future episodes we're doing here about my personal health journey. But I just, I really want to highlight this in that it's all a journey. And I know it sounds like super corny and all the things, but it's so true. It's like every little bit that I've learned kind of going through the last, I mean, I graduated from nutrition school in 2007. That was really when I started to take my health seriously. Okay. So that was a while ago. That was 15 years ago. That's crazy. There's so many moments where I learned certain things or, you know, I learned something and I was like, man, that's not really important. And years later, I'm like, oh, wait, no, definitely that was important. And it's all lessons. And the best way to learn is to try something and see if it works for you and get excited about it and then have it in your toolkit for the next time. So when I experienced and parasite in 2020, as soon as this fish experience happened a couple of weeks ago, I was like, uh Oh, I want to stay on top of this because if it is something going on, I don't want it to turn into a chronic issue. And really at the end of the day, what I'm learning more and more about myself, about my clients, about this space is really, it's how do we make your body more resilient? Okay. So making sure that you're getting enough sleep, that you're drinking good water, all those simple things go a super long way, but generally there's a phase of having to balance out or kill off or detoxify the things in your body. And I had heard this message for years before I actually believed it was a thing. I really, really, truly didn't believe that people could have all sorts of things in their body. I just didn't. And so in future episodes, probably in about December, we'll start talking about root causes and parasites and metals and detoxification and that next phase in my health journey. But today I really wanted to cover 
my experience with an eating disorder and finding keto. Okay. Then probably the next one will be something about keto and writing a book and all the stuff. Okay. Uh, and then the following one will be about root causes. My mind likes to start racing around 9 p.m., not always, like maybe one to two times per week, just enough to make me feel a little bit crummy the following day. My trick, okay, listen to this, grab a piece of paper. It's kind of random, but it totally works. Two milligrams of melatonin, a heavy metal binder, CBD oil, and Organifi Gold. It's the cocktail that does the job every single time. If you have questions about the whole melatonin binder CBD combo, hit me up on Instagram at Leanne Vogel. Today, let me explain the whole Organifi Gold part of the combination and why this was a missing piece for so long. Organifi Gold is a superfood tea that contains powerful superfoods that help me calm in the evenings and sleep through the night. It doesn't create grogginess like other options and promotes recovery and repair while I catch disease. There's turmeric for inflammation, ginger to calm down digestion, reishi for grounding, lemon balm to calm down the body. Just add it to water and it helps me get in the mood for sleep. Whereas other options get you to sleep, this starts to calm you down and get you ready for sleep. Go to Organifi.com slash KDP for 20% off your entire order. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com slash KDP and use the code KDP at checkout to receive 20% off your entire order. Again, the coupon code is KDP. See you there. I was diagnosed with my first eating disorder. I think I was around 12 or so. At that time, it was anorexia. It really started with wanting to have, well, our school was doing a, a, like a fasting challenge for the day. Everyone would fast throughout the day and we were like raising money for something. I don't even remember. And my mom was super concerned about me not eating during the day because she thought, you know, I had hypoglycemia issues. So there was some health issues already going on. A child should not have hypoglycemia. That was probably a big red flag. Okay. Had hypoglycemia issues. And so my mom made me juices and I drank those juices in the day and I woke up the next day and I felt thinner. And that was probably the first memory I had of like, wait, if I restrict my food, I'll like look better. And so fast forward a couple of years, I was doing a juice fast on my own secretly for at least a couple of years, maybe, maybe a year until my parents found out and talked to me about it. And, you know, some things had happened in my past that probably made me more susceptible to developing an eating disorder. And that's a whole other story for another time, all about trauma and processing all that incorrectly. Now, as an adult, I see that that could have been handled a lot better. Uh, but I didn't know. And so I was doing these juice fasts every week and to lose weight, I was probably around 10 and I got diagnosed when I started like physically changing, um, where I was very, very thin. I wasn't eating dinners with my parents. Like it got out of control. And so I got diagnosed with anorexia. My parents wanted me to go to like group therapy at the eating disorder clinic in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. If you've been to that clinic and you've had an eating disorder, if you've been to a government regulated eating disorder clinic and you've recovered, congratulations. That's incredible. Wow. That's incredible. 
That was not my experience. It was terrible. I hated it. They force fed you. They didn't explain food quality. It was all about just forcing us to eat food that made us very uncomfortable. Around that time where I was being force fed, I discovered that I could just throw up my meals. And so that just became the thing that I did uh, to kind of process what they were forcing me to do at the program. And shortly, like around that time, maybe a couple years later, I started developing orthorexia, probably when I was like 18, 19, as I realized I couldn't starve myself for forever. So I would just control what I ate like a lot. And that was right around the time that I studied nutrition in 2007. I didn't overcome my eating disorder uh, until 2017. So there was like a good 10 years of being a nutrition coach, talking about weight loss, all those things while still struggling with an eating disorder. In fact, uh, for the first couple of years of our business really growing in 2014, I discovered um, that the ketogenic diet could be quite helpful for some of the hormone issues I was going through. I ended up getting my period back uh, using a ketogenic diet and that exploded our business, but I still had an eating disorder. And I started talking openly about my struggle specifically with bulimia. Um, The anorexia really shifted. I just, I couldn't I couldn't starve myself anymore. So I started really relying on bulimia. And, you know, looking back, I think it was because of the orthorexia. I was so incredibly terrified to eat, to enjoy certain foods. And I just, if, if I ate something that I didn't feel comfortable with, or even if I felt fullness in my stomach, like if I felt the fullness, it would make me very uncomfortable and cause me to purge. And so purging took on a bunch of different shapes for me. A lot of it was like a mixture of working out, using um, using laxatives, um, actually throwing up. It got so bad that um, my oral health was starting to deteriorate. I've actually had to have gum grafts in my mouth. Highly don't recommend that. It's terrible. So painful. I had no idea how incredibly painful a gum graft would be in your mouth. Like I had bruising all down my neck. It was horrible. But that's the thing, you know, I am sure that there were doctors that told me that what I was doing to myself would kill me or severely injure myself. And I just didn't care. I couldn't even, and I think about this often, if I had a daughter, um, and primarily it's, it's girls who go through this, but if I had a child that was struggling with an eating disorder, I mean, all you want to do is say, this is ridiculous. There's no point in doing this. It's going to kill you. And looking back, I just, I didn't care. I didn't care. And I don't, I don't necessarily know what that switch was for me in 2007. I had finished my first paperback book and we were starting to travel full time. And I definitely notice even now, if I find myself in a place too long or people say certain things to me that can be quite triggering I can be more, I I need to be more cautious of my eating at that point. It maybe happens like every, I don't know, five or six months where there's this little sliver of, ooh, and I shut it right down. And that generally happens when I'm in a place too long or I'm um, feeling constricted. So if I feel like 
um, free and flowing and things are just rolling and I'm fine. But it's when things are like, no, this has to happen and this has to happen and you're stuck here and you can't go anywhere. That's when things are at an all time high or just like, I need to be quite mindful of it. Now, I think that if you have recovered from an eating disorder or you are interested in recovering from an eating disorder, first off, it is it is a different beast coming from, I just don't care about my body. I don't care. You know, there was this time where when I had the eating disorder, I didn't care that I had it. I remember when I met my, my now husband, Kevin, back in 2008, I was straight up with him on one of our first um, get-togethers. We, we were friends for quite a long time before we started dating. I just said like, hey, look, I have an eating disorder. So if we go out for a meal or whatever and I go to the bathroom, it's because I'm puking and you're just going to have to be okay with that. Like I was very much like, this is a part of me. I don't see an issue with it. And if you want to be part of my life, you just need to know that this is what I do. Oh, how deceived I was. Oh my goodness. And I guess I just, I didn't know any different. I just didn't think that it could be possible. I mean, it started at such a young age. I don't, I don't really have a memory of me around food. That's not weird. Okay. And maybe you have the same experience where food is just always so weird for you, but it's a very different beast going from that of like, I just don't care. And if you're going to be in my life, this is the way it's going to be to, oh, wait, maybe this actually is a problem. I think I need to do something about this. And that transition took me getting, oh man, I mean, I'll get into it because I gave you a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode. Kevin and I got married in 2014 and probably about four months between our, but before our wedding, I was so stressed out that I wasn't going to fit in my dress that I was binging and purging upwards of eight times a day. And it got so bad that I was bleeding that, oh, it was just terrible. It was terrible that like, oh, and you know, now looking back and working through root causes and we'll, we'll probably get to this in, in those future episodes is that the trauma that I put on my own body through all of that is incredible. You know, I went to a doctor's appointment the other day and I I went in there with a plan. I sat down, I communicated the plan and the doctor talked me out of my plan and I ended up doing what I didn't want to do. And I had an episode. I just like, I felt like I was going to die. And I said, stop, stop, stop. And they're like, are you okay? And I just burst out crying. And I felt like I had let my body down again, that I consistently do these things to myself that my body can't even trust me. And so it's a process, man. Like it, it is a process. And every time we get these glimpses, if you've dealt with any sort of eating issue, you're going to get these trauma glimpses and these trigger glimpses. And the best thing that we can do in that is be like, okay, this happened process it, write it down. Uh, What I really love to do is talk it through. I'll press record on my phone and just start talking. That's the way I process information. You know, even me talking about this here with you is, is such an amazing way that we can process our, our experience and put words to feelings. And so if you can do that on your own, great. If you have, um, a diary that you like to write in, maybe you're more of a writer and you have like a free form writing process of just when these things come up, the worst thing to do is to just push them down and say that never happened. (laughs) Trust me, it doesn't work. It will come bubbling up again, but worse. And so, you know, that, that experience of, 
coming from a place of not caring to a place of, okay, maybe actually this is an issue. That was around 2014 where I was like, okay, this is actually a problem. This was also around the time. I mean, I found the ketogenic diet just a couple months after getting married. And so that was really my first time where I was like, okay, I'm going to find an eating style that's against everything. I I don't even think I had that thought of like, I'm going to find an eating style that's against everything that I believe in. But the ketogenic diet was that it was a lot of the foods that I avoided completely because of orthorexia. And so that process of allowing foods in my body that hadn't been in there for a long time, like fat and meat and mayonnaise uh, was just such a freeing experience. And perhaps you felt that too, exploring the ketogenic template and kind of figuring out whether or not this is going to work for not only your body, but also your relationship to food. And so those first couple of weeks, especially on keto, I was like, what do you mean I can eat pork rinds with avocado oil mayo? Yes, please. And so there was a lot of exploration and discovery and just having so much fun with fats and proteins. There was definitely a time though, like after the first couple of months where I started binging and purging again, because it was just another diet template, right? Like it was just another thing. And I had restrictions and no restrictions and rules that I needed to follow. And so of course I was going to be binging and purging. And so around the end of 2015, I was binging and purging on my ketogenic diet, working on carb ups, but like it just, I got my period back. So things were working better, but I still had a ways to go. And that really continued for another like two years off and on, like following the ketogenic diet, doing too many carb ups, binging, purging, getting guilty, blah, 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 cycle that would repeat itself sometimes day after day after day, or maybe I'd go a couple weeks or a couple months and then it would repeat and get bad again. And it wasn't until October 13th, 2027, where it was just, I remember eating too much in the evening and being like, oh yeah, I should totally purge. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to sit here and feel this through. And that was the last time I just sat there with my full belly and held my belly. And I was like, we're going to feel this. It's going to happen. This fullness is going to feel it. And that's really how I started. of just like feeling my fullness, not being overly obsessive about what I was eating or not. All of a sudden I started eating keto. No problem. Like I didn't have foods that were restricted. So my carb ups took on a different format. Maybe there were a couple days where I wasn't keto, but I'd slide back in there and it just became more intuitive. Whether you're keto, low carb, paleo, or somewhere in between, electrolytes facilitate hundreds of functions in the body, including the conduction of nerve impulses, hormonal regulation, nutrient absorption, and fluid balance. This is amplified on the ketogenic diet, but every human requires this balance. When you have adrenal hypo or hyperfunction, this affects your body's ability to balance sodium and potassium. Do you get headaches behind your left eye? This is a good sign that you need sodium. Headaches behind your right eye? This is a good sign you need potassium. 
Nearly every one of my clients that I work one-on-one with have an imbalance of electrolytes when they first come to see me. Symptoms such as headaches, muscle cramps, fatigue, sleeplessness, or seen right there in their blood work. Much of this is improved with proper electrolyte supplementation. Now, I personally consume at least one packet of electrolytes daily, and not just any electrolyte, element electrolytes, because it doesn't have sugar, fillers, coloring, artificial gunk, and has the effective electrolyte ratio that so many other guys don't do right with 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, 60 milligrams of magnesium, that perfect combination. Right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any order. That's eight single-serving packets free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend. Get yours at drinklmnt.com slash KDP. This deal is only available through my link. You must go to drinklmnt.com slash KDP. Element offers a no questions asked refund so you can try it totally risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a friend and they will give you your money back, no questions asked. You really have nothing to lose. I just love these guys. Again, it's drinklmnt.com slash KDP. Now, in 2020, I was diagnosed with a pathogenic parasite and, well, keto with the type of parasite I had and the types of issues that were going on with my adrenals, I just, I couldn't keep up with a ketogenic diet. And we'll cover that in future episodes. But the reason I wanted to kind of go through this with you today was to really set the stage in this new series. I hope you're excited about it. I hope that something that I shared uh, encouraged or inspired you. I hope nothing that I shared triggered you unless it's a good kind of trigger where you can feel into it, write about it, talk about it. And I'm just, I feel so blessed to be able to share my journey with you. That's why Healthful Pursuit was created. My brilliant dad came up with the name with me uh, back in 2010. I was going to call it the vegan blog or something. I'm so glad I didn't do that. That would not have aged well. (laughs) So thank you so much for joining me on this journey. And I look forward to on a monthly basis here over the next couple of months, just sharing more. So if you don't already follow me on social media at Leanne, Vogel, go ahead and do that. Um, And let me know on Instagram what you're feeling about this new series. And I'd love to hear from you. Okay, have a great rest of your day. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more Keto for Women secrets for your fat-fueled life. Music for the Keto Diet Podcast provided by Yechi. Follow Jacob on Instagram at Yechi underscore official and on Spotify as Yechi. That's Y-E-C-H-I. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, recipes, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor is it to be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program.
No 